Yeah, welcome back to Big V Racing. It's time to head on the road, and we're heading to Sandown today, Matthew. It is a Wednesday, so... I just we, had my headphones off if we played the opener. We have played the opener, so Damn. you missed the best Damn part it, of Big V heat. Racing. I miss The little jingle that we've got going. It's uh, it's quite catchy, isn't it? I love asking all our guests whether <laughs> whether it resonates with them. I, I don't think many of them know no, what it is. No, I don't, you see, you misjudge the, uh, the, uh, the, the multi-generational impact of okay. canned heat. Uh, Stacky, I think Stacky's on the line. That's Dan Stackhouse. Yeah, yes. and I reckon Stacky, Stacky's a pretty, uh, he's a bit up and about when it comes to all things. I reckon Canned Heat, and, uh, which originated at Woodstock, would be very much on his playlist. Uh, Stacky, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, guys. How are you guys? Did that ring a bell, that little tune, our opener? Yeah, I didn't mind it, that seems right. Yeah, very good, <laughs> very good. Just put it on repeat when you head to Sandown this afternoon, Stacky. What do you usually yeah. listen to? Oh, I like to listen to a bit of up and about, after about, just sort of get me in the mood on the way the races, like some like remixes and stuff like that. Oh, did you grow up on? You'd be too young for split ends, but old enough for crowded house, correct? Yeah, probably not more sort of music though. No, it sounds a bit like he's a bit more of a house music operator. I'm is just that, trying is to that think of iconic New Zealand. Uh, Dave Dobbin. Dave Dobbin, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't want a bit of house or a bit of and go or a bit of country music. I reckon he's a bit of a Rufus de Sol operator. Bic Runga was another well-known New Zealander. We saw her at the <laughs> um, at Hamer Hall once, uh, Stacky. Were you familiar with Bic Runga? No, no idea. Absolutely no idea. Oh, I don't think, I don't <laughs> think music's his go somehow, man. Uh, <laughs> Dragon. Hey, uh, you're heading to Sandown with a bit of confidence today, Dan? Yeah, exactly right, guys. Got a couple of nice rides there. Yeah, well, the, uh, the first of those goes around in the fourth. You've got your first horse was scratched there in the opener for Reese Goulden. But Lady Hampton... Um, what did you make of uh, the last start there at, at Mooney Valley, where she was only a length off the winner? Yeah, super. Um, they didn't really just ran her off her speed early. She just didn't have that tactical speed like she normally does. Um, so she had to travel out the back of the field, and you know the ground that she made up at Mooney Valley in a short distance of time was, was very good, I thought, um, and had the line very strong. But she's got a suitable barrier where we just hopefully can park up behind the speed. All right, that's a good push there for Lady Hampton, Matty. Barrier one in race four. And in race five for Peter Moody, he's handsome, goes around from a, a whitish alley. Was a good winner on return? Yeah, he was, you know. Um, he's starting to finish into a really nice horse. Obviously, tricky barrier, but I think we'll bounce through his travel and probably be in the first four. Um, and he can prove off, definitely can prove off um, Geelong's run, even up to 1300. All right, so just narrow down the best of those two. Then I just want to have a little look ahead because I've just noticed you got to, you and Moods are teaming up uh, big time at Flemington on Saturday. So those two today, if we were to give you a nudge one way or the other, which way would you go? Um, look, I like both these horses. They go, both go very well, so I think they're a great each-hope chance. You've got an each-way chance there with, for the Hayes camp as well. Jocelyn, do you, do you give uh, do you give her a chance? I do, you know. She's a non-speed sort of horse. She's just got to get the first couple of hundred metres right to get her win and get her at her top where she's very comfortable and, you know, she can contain a long gallop. Hey, Stacky, uh, you and Moods uh, uh, at it on Saturday. And I just might go through. You've got a handful of rides, including one or two really big ones. But your first one for Moods is in the Talinda Stakes Race 3, Ginger and Pink, who has shared one run for a second. What is Ginger and Pink good enough to measure up in this grade? Yeah, I think so. You know, after running run sale, it was very good coming from a long way off them and... Um, she gave me a very nice feel first time I sat on her on Tuesday morning and very happy the way she worked. And then we go to Moods again with my mate Macca's horse, Boogie Dancer, resuming in the uh, 
The race named after a great old mate of uh, ours in uh, Tony Burke, uh, the Tony Burke Memorial, over 1,400 metres. And Boogie just kept surprising, really, didn't she, last time in? I don't think the, the expectation was through the roof, but she just kept uh, raising her hand every time, and she's kicking off a pretty ambitious campaign on Saturday. Yeah, exactly right. You know, we've got a nice soft area. Um, she seems to just tune up the races and do her job. You know, she's not a great track worker at home, but um, she's a really racehorse. So, you know, first up for, um, first up for Saturday, she's tried up well, so looking forward to riding her. This is a bit of a throw at the stumps with Mullane in the, in the Lightning. You there, mate? Yeah, sorry, just uh, we ju- sorry, just cut out a little bit. Mullane, throw at the stumps in the Lightning. Yeah, exactly right. You know, he's gone up the straight before. Um, he's a big bull. He's just taking a little bit to get fit. Um, you know, if he can finish off close to those horses, he's going very well. Just a quick one as a neutral observer with it. Nature Strip Barrier 1, was your first reaction a bit the same as mine? Like, oh, interesting. Yeah, exactly right. Like, he can miss the kick with something like that and get smothered up. Um, it gives, it, gives the rest of the field a good chance, but... I'm drawn out a bit. I'll get a nice suck running behind them, and um, you know, hopefully he can really find the line late. It is a bit of a step and up, and, and hopefully he can um, be not too far off them. What do you make of this visitor, Ryazan, in race eight? Uh, to be honest, I haven't actually haven't had a good look at the races. I've only just finished it morning to jump out, so I haven't had a really good look at the races yet. Hey, Stacky, before we let you go, I just wanted to ask about... Um, a couple, just one or two issues in racing at the moment. There's been a lot of talk about things that, you know, whether the spring carnival should change, and everyone's sort of got a view on it. But we just had a chat to Eddie Maguire, and he, he raised some interesting points about things that racing can do to, to continue to be innovative without sort of upsetting the apple cart. Is there something that you think can be improved within the sport, especially in Victoria, to, to make it more appealing to even a, a wider audience? Um, I think they seem to be doing a pretty good job. I'm, a, I'm not an expert on that sort of stuff pretty busy racing sort of things. Um, they are making it quite tough on us from jockeys, like having a lot of night meetings and twilights and things like that and, and a lot of jump outs that we sort of, you know, I'm, I'm lucky I don't have a family or anything like that because a lot of people are probably messing up on their kids growing up. Um, that's probably the only issue. And not getting paid for these jump outs that we do three to four times a week. Um, we travel to places to do these jump outs maybe sometimes a couple of hours and not get paid for the work that we get doing and then you have to come home and, and go to the races or sweat. You know, um, takes up a lot of time consuming as well. Yeah, there's a couple of really interesting points. There's no doubt about that. Do, can, I, can I ask as well, did the jockeys talk much about the, the Cox Plate discussion and those spring carnival changes? Do you guys talk about it much in the room? Um, I spoke a little bit about with, with Damien Oliver a while ago. Not too much discussion, but, you know, it's, it's been working for like 150 years why does it need to change, you know? It starts changing and then it sort of helps the Sydney... Um, the Sydney Carnival over that springtime probably a lot better and then those jockeys will be able to come down and, and take our rides as well. So we're trying to look after ourselves and you know, it's worked for a long time. I know obviously the weather plays its part and makes it very difficult at times, but um, you know, I don't get paid enough to make those decisions. Uh, it sounds like that's a bit of the vibe across the board, I think, Matty, that uh, it seems to be a pretty common view. Yeah, Ollie's I know Ollie's very concerned, would be very concerned about um, stringing horses' campaigns out yep. for too long and then recovery and things like that. And I'm sure Stacky uh, being a horseman would probably have similar similar views on that as well. Um, hey, well, good on you mate, ride well today. Um, I've, I've got a feeling it's a, a two horse all up parlay, I'm feeling it. 
Don't, don't let him moz you, Stacky. <laughs> no, <be> right. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Hey, uh, appreciate you jumping on, mate. Good luck today. All good. Thanks, guys. Cheers.